Lend me your ears. This nation will rise up. Monkey, 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 monkey. All good at your end? I believe so, yes. Matt, welcome back. So, um... Oh, sorry, mate, you you, um, you froze a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away on the first sentence. But, um, you sent me a picture from a friend of yours who saw someone on a train listening to our podcast. Well, I, yes, he was on, I presume he was on his commute um, and he was... Well, he'd seen my uh, Instagram story, so I'd come up on his story. Now, I didn't see this gentleman's face, so I don't know whether I know him, which would make more sense, um, because I don't push Instagram posts or anything. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, that was that was pretty cool. So, I mean, it's a shame we don't know who it is, because that's our single listener. Well, I mean, to be fair, I've had another... You know, I obviously I put it up on the socials because I'm, you know, I'm quite proud and excited about being asked and being keep <laughs> keep on being asked to do this. So um, a couple of my friends have listened and, the, and and feedback's been great. So and some of these, um, well, particularly my friend, um, I, I've known that guy for a long time, and we don't normally talk about fitness or anything. So <laughs> for him to do it and then give the feedback, he had his own pod, podcast for a while, then uh, yeah, I was made up. It was I was super chuffed about it. So I think we've got more nice, than one. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what's funny is, you know, last time we were kind of like uh, talking about the difference between American ways and British ways. Um, <laughs> I was actually looking at the stats and like it's pretty much 50-50 split, like across those are our two top countries. So we might have to reel it back in if we're going to start taking a piss. Nah, they got to learn. <laughs> Right, so today we are talking, actually we, we, we're bringing it all the way down to the tactics that we would use as coaches uh, and what we would advocate. I think the scenario is kind of like maybe sat in a pub chatting to you, a, a good friend and they're really struggling with their fitness. So we're going to build an avatar around, and I guess I'll go first and you can kind of chip in and then yeah, I think you could do a slightly different person. So hopefully that will. Yeah, I, I think um, I'm happy for you to go first. And um, it would be nice, certainly for me, because listen, listening back to my myself, uh, I'm of, I often come at it from um, talking to about as if I'm talking to other trainers. So, you know, bringing it back to a, a client avatar, I think is, uh, is going to be a good thing. It'll be a good exercise for me as well. So, yeah. Okay. So let's go for it. I, so, the guy I am talking to, early forties, unlike myself, not unlike myself. Um, he he's been struggling for about I would say a good three to four years in his mind around fitness and and how to kind of drop that body fat and and kind of get feeling kind of healthier and stronger is probably the very general terms that people kind of throw around <laughs> uh, when you're having these these chats and when you kind of unpeel the layers a bit because usually starts off with someone saying oh I saw your um I saw you doing some hip mobility on Instagram and it's really good I tried it and yeah it helped and um and then then the conversation progresses and they're like yeah I can I've been sort of struggling for a little while and and I bought a set of dumbbells uh 18 months ago and and you know they're great doorstops 
but uh, but the dusting is is a bit of a pain. <laughs> so that's kind of how it starts. So that that's that's the guy I'm talking to now, I guess, which um, is lots of my peer group and lots of the guys that I've coached as well. So let's break it down into a framework, and I probably wouldn't be this clear and specific in the pub, but I've kind of drafted it out to try and be as hard hitting as possible to try and hit the big thing. So I'll fly through them and then you can kind of pick it apart. Cool. Yeah, yeah I'm ready. Cool. So oh, I would um, say, do you want to give him a name? Or we're just going to call him Avatar? Dave. 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 Good old Dave. 43. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, one, two, kind of like three or three, four steps. So step one is always the same. It's about clarity. Um, and it's about assessing and auditing what's going on. And it's not sexy. And I don't think we're very good at it as blokes um, sometimes. Uh, but it needs to be, it needs to happen. We need to understand where we are. And I, I mean, people talk about point A to point B and kind of bridging the gap. And, and I guess this is what that is, is, is about being really clear on, on where you are now and where you want to get to. Um, and there's an assessment process required. Um, and, and that the, 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 the second part of that is, is understanding what the right measure is for you. So understanding what you're going to measure because without some sort of kind of clarity and then, okay, we're going to, this is what we're going to look out and building a picture around the outcome. Um, it's really hard to understand what you need to do. Um, whether whether you're thinking about this as a personal level or whether I'm coaching someone through this process. Um, an example that I always refer back to is is outside fitness because I think that probably more helpful is, is like finances. Um, if you're not tracking your expenditure um, and just spending willy-nilly and then um, you go to the bank and there's no money in it, it like... Does that make sense? No. <laughs> and anyone who, who who is wealthy knows that focusing on the numbers is how you push that because that's the measurable metric that you're interested in. That's what you're trying to do. So, you know, you have a budget, you you save, you know, that's the process. And we all kind of know that's quite ingrained in culture now. But then um, we move to health and fitness. Everyone's an expert because they've got a body. And they don't understand how to measure and how to count. And, and I'm not saying that's a, a bad place to be in, but that's, that's the reality. We need to build these skills and build that skill set of auditing, assessing and counting on some level. There's different ways to do that. And as we kind of go through the example, I guess that will fall out of it. So that's the first step. And often bringing awareness to something, it's going to sound a bit arty farty now, but bringing awareness to something, um, it is enough to to change to 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 see a change happen it's really interesting especially you know bring it bring awareness to your nutrition funnily enough without making specific changes or following a plan just start to build build awareness and 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 sort of some sort of that that factors in accountability on some level which funnily enough then starts to, to build better habits around it um and kind of taps into the what 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 one sees as a as a healthier option and you know that's another can of worms i guess but so that that's step one um step two is understanding especially guys like me and the guys that i coach time is is the biggest factor like having time and um trying to fit things into your very very busy life busy home life busy work life whatever it might be um is is really hard and sometimes that is 
a real problem like time like my time at the moment is really constrained as you know Matt um but sometimes it's 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 something that's been built up in the in our minds it doesn't really matter the point is that that's a barrier they need to go through and that's usually the the biggest challenge to progress um aside from kind of like uh your peer group or finances whatever the other big things are so we need to understand that to a certain extent um and because of that that's what we're going to base the decision around what the biggest lever is. So we want to try and find the biggest levers uh, in fitness and the biggest levers in nutrition, because what's the goal? Well, usually I think Dave's got about five, maybe more kilos to, to, to lose, um, to start to feel a bit better about himself. Start to having the body composition that he wants, the, the, uh, the image that he wants to see himself in, which I, I think are real, real problems and, and real factors. We don't like to talk about it, but but how we see ourselves in the mirror, um, our self worth is is intrinsically linked to, to physically how we show up. So, um, what's the biggest lever in fitness? What's the biggest lever in, in nutrition? Okay, and then we're going to pull those because this is remember this is step one. This is go, this is going from nothing to something. So I always want to take the approach of small changes let's try and get some wins in with without making massive changes and and trying to just continue to ride this roller coaster maybe that's what he's tried in the past some extreme diets um, <laughs> maybe he's gone on a a kind of a, a a low fat diet for um you know slimming world or something for uh, eight weeks and it was horrendous because he couldn't eat the things that he wanted to eat and and not having any fat in his diet made him feel incredibly unwell I've tried that, not slimming world, but but going on a, a temporarily low-fat diet and just feel like dog shit all the time. Um, try not to digress too much <laughs> with my rant. So <laughs> I'm trying not to biggest, interrupt too much. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so biggest levers, fitness and nutrition. Uh, what are the levers, I guess? And then I'll, I'll kind of pass it over to you before we move on um, to the to kind of the tactics. So the biggest levers in my mind is in fitness is, and this is what I talk about, frameworks are really important to me, uh, energy, mobility, and strength. Which one are we going to start with? Um, if he's really out of shape, then it's going to be energy because that will help to make someone feel good and therefore be able to take more steps towards mobility and towards their strength goals um and feed back into their cardiovascular fitness which i'll touch on right at the end because i think it's it, it can get really murky and people get that wrong a lot so um biggest lever there like i said if he's out of shape really out of shape and, and i'm the one he's having this reality check-in with then that's where we're going to start small a small process that he can he can repeat that's going to build more energy and more vigor into his life feels a little bit intangible but that is usually where we start um, and then i'm going to start to incorporate some mobility nutrition what's the biggest lever there um well we've got three levers in in my mind around nutrition it's kind of what when and how much what we do what we're going to eat what kind of crazy diet we're going to follow or what we're going to exclude or what we're going to add in um when so at times and you know we're going to put some structure around the times the feeding windows um not feed, not eating windows anything like that and uh, how much are we going to eat um all, all those things ultimately will lead to a a reduction or increase in energy intake um but i think understanding what those three things is most meaningful for us to, to pick at is 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 a good starting place there's really two metrics that, that matter from my perspective uh, having gone deep on this stuff and bounced around and done those are stupid things um and that's your caloric intake so how much energy you're taking on board total and your protein intake um 
So you usually want to identify which one of those is going to be more meaningful um, and easiest to implement against. And then, so we understand the levers now. We can go back to step two to say which is the single biggest lever in fitness, which is the single biggest lever in nutrition. Um, I'd want Dave to try and identify which one of those and then kind of maybe coach him into what 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 can be the next few steps how's it going so far i'm, I'm good i'm i'm i mean i'm in raptures i'm that's all sort of just you know listening and thinking yeah okay well how many of those things can i not say now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean the first second, the, it's not the, easy. The, i think your first point was great uh, and i know you probably got a few more but while it's in my head is um we've talked before about how people can um feel a little bit vulnerable about their <clears throat> their knowledge base and their perceived understanding um, of uh, the sort of health and wellness curriculum <laughs> and actually explaining things in um, a different way that people do understand. So the finances sort of analogy is a great way to bring somebody in and they can also, also you know, very quickly start by saying, okay, well, I, uh, there are some similarities there and perhaps even though they can identify that they are already um, displaying some of the skills that they need in other areas of their life. So it, do, it, it doesn't seem such a big thing. It, it's not like you have to relearn everything. Um, we just need to transfer skills, focus, lens, all that kind of thing um, to, to a different area, which we will, you know, we as practitioners will help and support. So I, I I love the use of a good analogy. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan yeah. of that. Cool. So from that perspective, then, um, I think I would be adv an advocate of kind of getting people moving in some shape or form on a or not. Or, so what I've kind of written down in my notes is based on those findings, kind of which those levers are. So let's assume. I'm right and, and Dave's pretty out of shape and he's got more than five kilos to lose. So we need to start somewhere. And there's a there's a big psychological component to why I structure it like this is because we need to get some quick wins in. We need to start feeling like we're on the front foot and then buy into the process. So that's really a big part of the, 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 the mindset required to, to continue to make progress in my mind is understanding how we can buy into that process as quickly as possible and get people on board. Um, so we can then add things or remove things and, and really refine the process. So we see bigger, bigger, better results and we can expand, um, our horizons. Um, so based on Dave's needs then, so we're going to find 10 minutes on most days, uh, to hit mobility in the morning and also to build some energy. So it's kind of a, a flow maybe, or, um, a routine to do, uh, that will one, get his body moving. So get his blood flowing, doing something physical, go moving from this kind of intellectual, maybe listening to this and actually doing something with a small, uh, small step. Uh, and that's kind of the psychological part of it. The physical part of it, obviously, is getting him moving. You're working on his mobility. You're also building energy uh, through blood flow and, and kind of just generally getting him to, to, to burn some some calories, although it'd be very low. Um, so that would be number one, kind of 10 minutes on most days. And, uh, you know, we'd, we'd go from there. That's fitness, nutrition. Um, all I'm going to do is I'm going to ask Dave to prioritize protein because I think where he's been in his past in terms of trying some of these 
tactics, hacks, whatever he might be around his nutrition, kind of left him with a bit of a bad taste in his mouth. So I don't want to go too hard on on refining that process. Also, he's busy. He's got a young family and meal timings are kind of about what the children need in their nutrition. And that doesn't necessarily have an overlap to his fat loss goals. So um, we're going to prioritize protein. I'm going to, going to go aggressive. I'm going to ask him to hit 50 grams per meal. Um, and I'm also going to think about the first meal of the day and try and structure that in some shape or form. Ultimately, what we need to do with the nutrition, there's no way around this, is to build a structure that is, he's happy with and he can utilize and actually is going to bring him a result. Uh, you can't avoid that. I think it's it's easy to kind of not get bought into the camp of of kind of like, these like shouting from the mountaintop about what people should do. But also at the same time, we need to remember that we do need some sort of structure to build on back to the wealth and finance analogy. Um, you need to have systems in place to ensure that if you're budgeting and you're saving, how you're going to allocate that savings and how you're going to grow that money. Um, it's exactly the same. So you need to need to have that structure. Prioritize protein, 50 grams per meal. Um, so it's going to be tracking that. And the first meal of the day is going to be the same time every day, ideally. Um, and it's going to be savory and even better. So this is coming, the, the, the extras, the nice to haves, savory and low carbohydrate. So low sugar, um, low starchy uh, foodstuffs. Um, and, you know, obviously we're not going to try and hit seven days a week every week, but... Uh, for four to eight weeks, depending on how he gets on, that's that's what I would implement those those two things, and then we'll go on to expand and and add in kind of the the sexier strength components, lifestyle, thinking about his need, his, his non-exercise energy expenditure, um, and then we might talk about cardiovascular output, VO two max, mitochondrial health, to throw some sexy terms around, but um, his kind of like quite quite fitness side of it, but not until that point. detailed it's good <laughs> it's a it's a i mean but you'll, you'll see when i sort of when i open up in a minute um different avatar different sign so I, I don't really have anything to add other than um you know you have got a good understanding of of who dave is you've listened he's there he's asking for your help and you've got to put in a protocol you as a coach, obviously, um, I'm not saying it's it's this or nothing. Well, I, I want to say on your behalf that there, there probably is some flexibility there, depending on immediately, you know, the coaching process is a dynamic process. But you've got somebody there in front of you that is uh, is is bought in, even though you're in a pub. Let's let's assume that there's some there's um, Maybe there's a, some money that has been changed hands, some services have been bought. So we, we, need, we need to be getting uh, action points in straight away. And I think you've put across some, some simple and um, some simple protocols that hopefully, you know, and well, I, I know this because you would have asked him, <laughs> Dave, um, whether he agrees to it. As, as well you know uh, we can come up with the best laid plans and hopefully and it's not always easy to have this dynamic straight away with a client i think ev everybody has been there then you work with a co coach you, you get a bit of the nodding dog signal which is you could say anything and they would say yes to jump how high um 
And that's why we know as coaches with, with, with experience that we need to go simple because those easy wins early doors are so important. Um, and we also know there's a, we know when the nodding dog thing is, is happening. Um, and you, you, you get, you get a sense of that while you're doing the onboarding process or while you're having this conversation. And, um, yeah, and that's, and that's why the protocols at the beginning are simple, achievable and designed, um, really with the, you know, a hundred percent buy-in of the client. Yeah. I think, yeah, and and what you didn't hear me talk about is is like following a specific diet plan or um, push too hard on the fitness or do anything like anything too restrictive around drinking beer or, or or going out and that sort of thing. I think for me that feels like downstream because, like I said, it's it's it's. Uh, I've written it down actually. It's quite a nice little catchphrase for you. So results orientated, but process focused is, is where I want to get Dave to. Um, and I think often I speak to people and they've got the, I wouldn't say results because they're not in a, if you're not in a process, how can you call it a result? Okay. They've got this goal, this kind of dream maybe, and they're not really taking appropriate action towards that it, they're misaligned and the, the classic example i always give is and i've had this conversation numerous times yeah yeah well i'm, I'm kind of trying to eat a bit healthier whatever that means um and yeah i, I went for a run last week and i'm you know i want to get back to, to doing a couple of runs a week and i'm like so you're training for a run like you're trying to fucking run a 10k here or something what's what we're working towards and they're like no no i just want to be a bit fitter and drop some fat i was like well neither of those two things is really going to help you okay that's not results orientated and that's not process focused that's like i don't know it's like rolling up a tenner and putting it on your mattress and hoping that it turns into 20 quid um if i'm being really harsh Yeah, I I can say I, I I'm now imagining myself as Dave and uh, <laughs> and me saying saying those things because on when I when I have a crack at this in a second, um, the idea of defining the goal or the process of defining the goal better, clearer, is so important, and um, it's definitely something in my in the areas that. Uh, of my life that I, I could do with a better plan and some actual what are we measuring that kind of chat I know when people say that to me oh, just I just think yeah I know I've clearly obviously the self-sabotage in my head hasn't defined this on purpose that is a that's a thing that I use in order to make sure that I it's that's safer and as as the coach your job is to is to to keep that feeling of um, safety but make sure that people are, are moving away from those kinds of stories and that lack of um, depth of thought, because that's part of the reason why people end up in the position or, or sorry, not end up in the position, actually struggle to get themselves moving forward because they don't, they haven't really given much thought to, you know, what they're moving towards. Bit healthier, yeah. bit fitter. Uh, it's a bit of a cop out, you know, and you can hear I can hear that in your voice. You know, you've had that conversation a lot. It's it's frustrating, and you we, we want to be smiling and 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 we want to be positive energy, 
but that doesn't mean to say that we don't call out uh, call out is probably again a bit aggressive but you know maneuver somebody into a position where they can't squirm out of something by just saying oh I just want to you know by, by not being clear because hmm. it's not it, it, we're not asking for it for for us you know well we obviously know what a bit fitter and a bit healthier like means it, we understand the nuance because we're in it but I don't think we do they're doing themselves a disservice by not being able to define clearly and it's a way to you know it's almost the first excuse it's the first excuse um because if you don't know where you're going you can't be you can't get upset for being lost yeah and and actually what you said there about not being too harsh and, and kind of hold people accountable from the first conversation I haven't been in a situation, an interaction like this of the hundreds, probably thousands, you know, talking about little snippets of conversations where, or or more serious conversations, where the harder I've been, the harder line has has resulted in someone going, oh, that's not right, blah, blah, blah. Often taking a harder line as a coach, and it's something I've really thought about, is produces a better outcome. Now, that sounds... It's obvious when I state it like that, but it's something that's really hard to do because you want to be very receptive and we get taught these coaching techniques to be kind of like, okay, push it back onto them, let them know, you know, where the challenges are and kind of work around the situations and through them. But uh, whenever I've been like, no, no, you, this is what you're doing wrong and this and and you know it, like that that level of kind of like harshness to my tone and, and language you know, most, I would say 99.9% of the time to, to leave myself with a little bit of wiggle room, people have been really responding really well to that hard conversations. Um, a quote from Tim Ferriss, uh, your life is defined by the, the, your ability to have difficult conversations, whether that be with yourself or other people. The quality of your life is defined by the ability to have difficult conversations. Second time around. Uh, yeah. I, and um, that, that's why I, I think, you know, however you go, you, you, you know, different coaches, we're all, you know, we're all trying to get to the same thing, which is to get somebody going in the right direction towards the goal that they have well-defined. And you can uh, stop them squiggling out of it by, you know, being quite soft. And, you know, my approach is te- definitely quite a soft one, or you could be, you know, like the sort of drill sergeant major, I wouldn't say that you're at that end. I think you're still more towards my end, but I could, you know, you, and you've done it with me, you know, you've done it with me, which is, um, you know, when we've had our own on our mentorship and stuff. And I, I've definitely felt that. And actually by being involved, if I'm the client, by being involved in the conversation with a professional, that's kind of what I want. It, it, you know, there is, you know, you are, accepting that you don't have all the answers you found a position you know an authority figure and authority figures are supposed to be authoritative <laughs> they're supposed to do that um and yeah i was going to go down a weird rabbit hole then but i'm not going to <laughs> so let's not unravel this any further let's pause there and i want to hear about your avatar <laughs>